from the Mercy One Studio. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Well, good morning and welcome to Catholic Women Now Coffee Table Chat here. I'm Julie Nelson. Good morning. I'm Chris Magruder. And we're continuing our series today with Clergy Convos. And today we're going to welcome in Father P.J. McManus from Christ the King Parish and here in Des Moines. And Yay! He, we're we're going to sit in our chairs. Yeah, we're excited. We're very <laughs> excited. He's a gifted teacher. He's a gifted teacher and we yes. all enjoy hearing his wisdom. So we're excited to bring him to all of you today, too, as we sit around here this bistro table with the red checkered table. <laughs> <laughs> so you think. Yeah. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Theater yeah, of the mind is we're gonna radio. Talk, we're going to talk a little bit with him about our fears and how to overcome them. And you'll want to stay tuned for both segments so you know how to overcome them. Because there's a lot of people out there today who are fearful. There's a lot of things that are ten- tempting us to be afraid. So speaking of fears, do you have any phobias, Chris? Oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yes, I do. What are yours, though? You go first. One is snakes. (laughs) Absolutely snakes. My son took a picture of a water snake that's living under our dock at the lake. It freaked me out. I was like, I'm not going (laughs) in the water again, ever. Uh, You know what? I I think the one I have, I'm not going to say, because the Lord is working on me to overcome it, and he's been working on me for years. And and I'm just going to let the Lord deal that and not allow the evil one to be tempted. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Well, you know, and I think that's what we're going to talk a little bit about, how to overcome those fears, what Mm -hmm. it is that, you know, we can strengthen our spiritual life, strengthen our will to to, um, come out and trust the Lord more. And I would say you can do it. Oh, you can do it. You can do it with God's grace. You can. Because we're guaranteed yes. God's grace. And, Amen. Yeah, so, Amen. Yeah. Should we start with prayer? Sure. Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting our show, Catholic Women Now. Cindy is an authorized independent agent, and she and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. She's here to make insurance simple for you, so she can help you if you want to get a hold of her. She's committed to helping you prepare for your future and protect those things that matter most, and especially these days, we need that protection. So you can find her on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling 515-226-2111. You are listening to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will have our guest, Father P.J. McManus from Christ the King Parish, talking about fears and overcoming and strengthening our will and our spiritual lives. You can hear the applause. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. 
Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Walmart Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. There are millions of children that go hungry every day. Thank you to Skeffington's Formalware for supporting Mary's Meals. Their vision is that every child in the world should be able to receive at least one good meal every day in a place of education. Mary'sMealsUSA.org Managing finances can be difficult, to the point where our lives are no longer peaceful. Through a grant from the Iowa Division of Insurance, Financial Literacy is an unbiased financial education program that is engaging, empowering, motivating, and available for free. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Well, welcome back. This is Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we're welcoming in our guest today, Father P.J. McManus. Hello, Father. Good morning, gang. Good morning. It's good to have you. You're kind of on the other side of the mic today. I am. It doesn't usually <laughs> happen like that, but uh, I, I think we'll be able to manage. I think so, too. I think we'll be just fine. So. Well, as we say with our clergy conversations, what's on your mind? So what's on my mind is fear, and it's interesting how this worked. You know, when you invited me a month or so ago, um, I, I, I offered fear as sort of the topic because at that point, when we were first kind of really coming back to, to common worship, um, I was noticing a lot of fear in people just around how to manage stuff, um, and in myself, frankly. Um, and then, uh, you know, as we've kind of eased back into that and have something something like a new routine built out, I think people are kind of figuring out what to do. Um, but I started noticing um, smaller fears, daily fears. Just this morning, like as soon as we're off the radio, I have to, I have to, I have to call somebody that I double booked for something. And you know, I was up half the night, like stewing over how oh, this person's going to freak out. And what is that? And and what is that about? What is it inside us that makes us resist doing things that we know we ought to do? Um, what is it that I'm afraid of? And so, I was struck the other day during the storm by the way in which uh, fear. Certainly, when the storm started and people like had to go inside, that there was a certain amount of fear. You don't want to get hit by a tree or something, right? But <laughs> well, that's um, kind of a healthy fear, too. Exactly. So what I watched, right, was was fear in action appropriately, fear the way it's supposed to work. And I think what we're what we're experiencing right now, what a lot of us have been struggling with, is an inordinate fear or a, an out of proportion fear, an out of whack fear that um, that winds up running too much of our behavior and then ultimately getting in the way of grace. Mm. And so so it's a, it's about being able to to subdue our fears so that we can be more open to what it is that God's actually doing in our midst. Cuz to start out we have healthy fear, which I I like to pr- I prefer to call that caution. Sure. Caution's yeah. there to yeah. protect us. Protect us, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so St. Thomas has has this insight which I think is really useful for us, right? He says all fear, both good and bad fear, arises from love. 
because you don't fear you don't fear what's you only fear that which is contrary to what you love, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to mm-hmm. lose, right? Uh, one time I lost my dog. Mm-hmm. I came home and he wasn't where he wasn't in his pen. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? What'd he do? I said I was afraid. Well, it's because I love my dog. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't fear. You know, I, I like if the mice that live in the church just suddenly disappeared, I wouldn't be afraid of where the mice went. Right, you right. only fear the things that, uh, around that which you care. But but love isn't confined in that way just to virtue or to vice. You can love something more than you should, which then makes you afraid of losing it. Right. So if you have too much money and you're and you're really, really attached to your money, you love your money. And and then the possibility of losing all your money, it makes you crazy. You wind up then becoming greedy and sort of hoarding, right, mm-hmm. to not let go of that which, which, which is katcha. Whereas holy fear, the fear that's commanded, the fear of the Lord, the fear of, uh, of evil, the fear of, of falling into sin, of mm-hmm. being less than, than we're meant to be, that's meant to get us to not lose those things that are most important our relationship with God, our communion with one another. And so so recognizing the role that fear plays in our lives and being able to name the fear when it's good and healthy and when it's out of whack, out of proportion. I don't think that's an important part to name it. You got to name it, claim it, tame it, right? That's it. So I'm I'm saying you can love that you said you can love things too much. Can you love people too much? Sure, absolutely. Thomas uses a really good example here that I think is 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 worthwhile for us today in the midst of the pandemic. His example is with war, but I think you can make the same kind of argument. He says, um, uh, "No mother wants to see their child go off to war, but if the nation is being besieged by an unjust aggressor, um, then every able person that that can should want to go and help." If they can or not, different. But if if they're able to, they should at least mm-hmm. have a desire to go mm-hmm. to, to to volunteer. Which is why you know World War II guys lying about their age so they can get in and that kind of thing. That that's that that's that healthy desire to want to protect the nation. Mm-hmm. It is understandable and right that a mother should fear for her child's safety. Mm-hmm. But if her fear should so overwhelm her that she tries to manipulate the kids so that they won't go off to war, then something's gone wrong. Because what they're really what the mom's doing at that point is inhibiting the virtue of the child. So the virtue of patriotism and bravery that the kid is expressing by w- being willing to volunteer, the mother's trying to get in the way of. So so it is possible to love a person too much. I think this happens very often with spouses. The, the number of times I hear as a priest, either in, in the confessional or in spiritual direction, you know, Father, I just, I can't have a conversation with her about it, my spouse, because I'm afraid of her or because I'm afraid of him. And not necessarily in the sense of like... St- physically abusive or mm-hmm, something like that mm-hmm. but just the way that we've patterned our relationships i remember one time as a kid my uh my dad bought a truck without telling my mom and then regretted it and <laughs> and tried to hide it behind the shed <laughs> i hope you're not listening to that um uh and and i it was the only time um the whole time i was growing up that i saw my dad in the middle of the day but i walked home from school and he was trying to back the truck up behind the shed in the backyard I said, what are you doing dad so when he done it, and he was afraid to tell mom. Now they got over that, obviously, and they worked through it. But it's that it's that motion inside us that makes us conflict averse, that makes us afraid to to really confront what's um, what's making us feel uncomfortable, and and to share our anxieties with each other, and ultimately with the Lord. Uh, yeah, that's so true. So how do we do that? How do we co- overcome that anxiety, overcome that fear to open up and like talk to your spouse or you know confront the. The situation. So I think we have a really great model uh, of what this looks like from last Sunday's gospel. So I'm going to read just, just a snippet because to, to put it back in people's ear, right? Mm, yeah. Um, During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea, he being the Lord. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. 
At once Jesus spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter said in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. Now, I'm going to pause there. Of course, you know there's more to this story, but mm-hmm. I'm going to pause there mm-hmm. because this dynamic, right? So the fear itself, the the the, um, the uncontrolled appetite is is what's neutral. Neither good nor bad could be either. It's what happens then with it that, that matters. So they see this strange mm-hmm. thing. They don't know what to make of it, and they're afraid. And he responds, as the Lord always responds in the midst of our fear, to help us figure out whether it's, the healthy, holy, cautious sort of fear or the, the slovenly, crazy, anxious sort of fear, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he says, take courage. So you don't need to be afraid because it's me. Peter then does what we ought to do in those moments. You test the spirits. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. That's a really good point. We yeah. got to remember to yeah, test. That's good. We got to remember test, to test. Test the spirit and, and, and discern the fear. Oh, discern, yes. discern the fear, whether it's holy fear or servile fear. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so then the Lord commands him to come. And Peter, in, in that moment, is able to be brave. He steps out and Peter walks on the water. I, I think this part's really important and it often gets missed when we tell this because, because of the, the turn in the story, it usually becomes about, you know, if you have faith, faith good, no faith bad. Uh-huh. Well, that's true, yeah. but this is more complicated than that, right? Because when Peter steps out in faith, he does something he should not be able to do. We should not be able to walk on water. But he's made to do a divine thing, a God thing, because of his faith. That's a whole different, that's way different than just like, you know, be a good boy, don't be a bad boy. Um, (laughs) Or trust me, don't trust me. It it, it presumes that, but it's more than that. Mm. All right. So then, of course, what happens? Peter gets out of the boat and he walks on the water. But when he saw how strong the wind was, so when he realized what he was up against, mm-hmm. he became frightened and began to sink. And he, then he cries out, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretches out his hand and catches Peter and says, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So that, so that what's going on here is that it, it is possible, and this is really important for us who can tend to kind of black and white thinking and be all or nothing. Either we've got faith or we don't. Either it's all or nothing all the time. Mm -hmm. And of course, the actual experience this every day is we have it, it's real, but then we flounder. And we need the Lord to pick us back up, to chide us gently, but then to buoy us back up so that we can do what we were meant to do to begin with. That is so true. And I was thinking, too, about how, you know, sometimes we're kind of like, we get really exuberant. We're like, I'm going to give all the faith in the world and go (laughs) out there. And then we fall in the water, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. But the Lord is so gentle and compassionate. He reaches out and he helps us each time. And that builds. That builds in us courage. That builds in us faith. And that gives us moments to look back on when we're facing new moments of indecision or anxiety too you know and it's so interesting what you were saying how you know we kind of get all excited and i can tell you that through this whole pandemic there have been times where i feel like charge forward let's do something you know and then all of a sudden something slows me down i go oh you know i become kind of like a mouse you know what i mean so so you go back and forth but what i've realized in all this for me at least is i first have to pray for wisdom Mm. to know where i'm supposed to use any courage that the Lord blesses me with, <laughs> if it's true courage, that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it, it has, for me, it has to start with the wisdom to know, how do you want me to move forward with this passion, you know, I whatever often, it is. I <laughs> often call prudence the gambler's virtue. And the reason I call it that is because of the Kenny Rogers song, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to know when to hold and when to fold. That's and, and, and there are moments that both are called for. 
So it's not always uh, fearful or cowardly to fold. Sometimes that's a prudential decision you make in the moment because you know you can't win the hand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and in life, the same thing is true. Not every fight is worth having. Not mm-hmm. every battle is worth taking on. Some are. So, 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 so to refuse to do the thing out of cowardice is a different is a different problem, mm-hmm. but not everything needs to be fought. And and one of the things that St. Thomas says is that fortitude, so fortitude's the virtue that runs opposite of the sin of fear, that fortitude, or what we might more naturally call bravery, but I'm like you, I like the alliteration, Chris. <laughs> fortitude um, has less to do with aggression and more to do with endurance. Endure mm. the race, fight, yeah, run the race. <laughs> so that what we wind up in doing is enduring... Um, enduring a great difficulty and, and, and bearing danger, right? It's, it's much more frightening. You know, most of us that have lost a loved one after an illness know this. The part before they die is way more frightening than after the person's gone. But it's, it's, it, it, it's the enduring the suffering while it's going on that's hard. Um, the loss of the person, of course, matters. I'm not right. But it's that kind of endurance that, that ultimately sustains. Wow. Well, we're, this is Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we're chatting with Father P.J. McManus on fear and courage, the antidote virtue for fear. And uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to delve into this a little bit more on courage. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO... You receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-83. 327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Well, welcome back to Catholic Women Now and Iowa Catholic Radio, where we're visiting with Father P.J. McManus on fear and courage 
And Father McManus, before we went to the break, you were talking about courage Mm -hmm. and endurance, Mm -hmm. and endurance being a a big part of um, fostering courage. So the question I have for you today is, what is the difference between white knuckling, you know, where you're just going to bear down and say, I'm not going to do this, to endurance, to develop courage in, in your life. So so the difference is, right, that what um, what fortitude or courage or bravery does is it bears the evil, it bears the difficulty because of some greater good. Whereas what we tend to call white knuckling or, or sort of bearing down like that, right, tends to simply face the evil full stop. So that your 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 eyes, figuratively, your attention is not focused on the good which is being endured for, mm-hmm. but on the evil that is that is being sort of held at bay. So, so the reason Peter falls, right, is because he takes his eye off of the Lord Jesus and looks at the storm. He could bear the the worst of the storm if only he kept his eyes fixed on Christ. He kept giving his yes to Jesus and, and not his no to the storm. Yeah. So you were you were giving an example off of the radio mm-hmm. a second ago about you know men and dealing with pornography. Sure. Can you share that example? Yeah, sure. So so of course the priest, I deal with this a lot in the confessional and spiritual direction. Guys struggling with porn addiction, women too. Um, and and the, the more a guy says no to porn, if all he does is say not going to look at porn, not going to look at porn, not going to look at porn, then he's invariably going to look at porn because all he's hearing in his head is porn, 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 porn. Whereas if he can finally fix his attention elsewhere on the Lord Jesus, then he can give up the porn for the sake of the greater good. But he's not going to be able to give up the porn just for porn's sake. There's got to be something else. There's got to be a yes and not simply a no. So instead of focusing on the no, not this, no, not this, right. instead you look at yes, yes, this, yes, this, whatever the positive, the virtue yes is. Yes, the virtue. Yes. The, 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 the example I use, which may be a little less loaded than the porn thing, but um, uh, if you've ever known someone trying to quit smoking, right, what they say to themselves is, not going to smoke, not going to smoke, not going to smoke, not going <laughs> to smoke, 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 got to have a smoke, got to have a smoke, right? <laughs> Whereas I, the, the, everybody that I've ever talked to that successfully quit smoking, it was some good that that caused them to turn, usually their kid. You know, mm-hmm. the kid says, Mom, we saw the lungs. It happened after lung cancer with smoking at school today or something. And you see what it does to your kid. Like, I can't do that to my kid. So it's, so it's the good of being around for your child or the good of good health or mm-hmm. the good of, of, of better living mm-hmm. that winds up being able ultimately to turn the person. And in a, in a spiritual life, the good is knowing that Jesus is going to take that and do something awesome with it with grace that we can't even imagine. Which is why Peter can walk on the water. So it's not simply that they survive the storm in the boat. But Peter winds up being able to do something he oughtn't be able to do in one sense because of what God does with his courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for me, a lot of times when I'm trying to say no to something, which it seems like every day, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I always have to give it to Jesus and say, Lord, I, the struggle I have, I'm giving to you. Take and do something with it good for you know, maybe a particular family member that I'm struggling with. or you know, I like, I to like see that. that. So grace. you're offering it up uh, for yeah. somebody else that needs help. Mm-hmm. For a particular like purpose. That. Yes, and that's the higher good. That's, That's the right. higher love. So, so th- this is the reason that the church has this great tradition of asceticism, or especially fasting, right? The reason that we fast is to tame our will so that if you can say no to little things, the idea is you'll be able to say no to the bigger things. And it's not only about sort of um, tricking ourselves. It's not just a psychological thing. But it, but it allows these seemingly little and unrelated decisions to be for some greater good. So that when I offer the cup of coffee that I skip for my aunt who's sick or something, then the good that happens to my aunt who's sick 
I really do have a share in. That's not just magical thinking. I've got a genuine share in her healing because God's accepted the sacrifice which I've offered. It is so beautiful mm-hmm. to know you're cooperating with that grace. I mean, what it is a really like, gosh, you, Lord, you and I are working on this together. I God, mean, you're God doing was this. reconciling the world to himself in Christ and entrusted to us the ministry and message of reconciliation. Yeah. He allows um, us to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He wants us. He desires us to be part mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, you know, I guess one of the things, just going back to what you were saying as far as white knuckling and not saying not porn, not porn, but instead looking at the virtue and saying yes to the virtue, there's one thing that I've always found very interesting about what I've learned in brain science is when you say things to yourself, your brain doesn't hear the the negative. So it doesn't hear the word not. It doesn't hear the word never. It only hears the word that it's saying not, not or never not too. too. So you really do have to focus on the virtue. Even That's why God yeah. made us. Isn't yeah, that beautiful? Yeah, I know. It's be- it's brain beautiful. science is so uh-huh. interesting how it's related to yes. how God made us. Yeah. I agree, yeah. And self-talk, psychologists will tell you, Mm self-talk is really impactful to a person's Mm -hmm. psyche and and outlook. Well, Father, it has been so awesome having you here. I I get so excited and jazzed. We need you to give us your final blessing. Give all the listeners a final blessing, if you don't mind. May the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and the merits and the prayers of the Blessed Virgin and of St. Joseph and all the saints in Christ grant that whatsoever good you do or suffering you endure, heal you all of your sins help you to grow in holiness, and bring you to everlasting life, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Mm. Well, thank you, Father PJ. Thank you. you. Well, this is Catholic Women Now, and we're grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people who have suffered an injury. Chris and I have had lunch with him several times. He's a man of great integrity. You can find him online at fredhaas.com, Fred double D, Haas double A, or 515-256-6301. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is up next. You can also hear it tonight at 930, and if you want to wake up early tomorrow, 530 a.m. as well. Thank you so much for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women. Now we would ask that you please consider a $30 per month tax-deductible donation to us as we continue to try to teach, evangelize, and defend our Catholic faith. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.